Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kylie. We got Kramer working on the other side of the glass this morning. He's going to be with us moving forward. Very excited to have him. We'll get to know him more as we go along here on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. Coming up in just about 10 minutes or so, if the Chiefs knew during the draft what they know now, do you think that they would have still taken Mecole Hardman in the second round? We'll get to that coming up here in just about 10 minutes, but I want to go out to the leadoff hotline because we have Michael Gennetti of SpotRack. He is the founder of SpotRack, and you can find him on Twitter at SpotRack, S-P-O-T-R-A-C. I want to have Michael on because there are some legitimate curiosities when it comes to the Chiefs and their contracts that they could be giving out moving forward. So, Michael, I'm very happy to have you on this morning. How are you doing today, my friend? Oh, great. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, the Chiefs are fun. This is, uh, I mean, obviously on the field, it's fun, to, it's fun to be watching them. But from a financial standpoint, this is one of those teams I've been targeting for about 18 months. And we're sort of getting into that uh, that really fun time with what's going to happen and uh, who can stay and who can go, right? So let's start with this, because there was a report earlier this week from Therese Paler, friend of the show, who said the Chiefs could start negotiating a long-term extension with Tyreek Hill here pretty soon if things go well with the NFL's investigation and ultimately, let's say, he gets two or four games as his suspension instead of what we thought at the beginning of this, which could have been, I mean, it could have been him out of the league. It could have been something certainly more dramatic or drastic than what we're ultimately going to see. So, Michael, I'm curious, and I don't know if you're able to do this or not, but what do you think Tyreek Hill's value is now, given what we've seen this offseason, given his past? What kind of a contract do you think the Chiefs would be looking at if they were to start renegotiating with him? Yeah, it's uh, it's a timing thing, right? I mean, I, I think the plan was probably to have him locked up already at this point because he's, he's obviously done plenty on the field to, you know, to deserve that. And generally speaking, you don't want to get to the finish line with contracts like this because you're going to lose out big if you're the team. So my guess is they were already hoping to have this done. So the fact that there's a chance they can now actually go and do it with the, you know, with the reports that we're hearing, I, I just don't know if there's going to be that much of a drop-off in the value. I, I really don't. Now, I don't think we're, we're going to see $21, 22000000 million that Michael Thomas is, is trying to get out of New Orleans right now. I think that's going to be a ceiling he won't reach anymore, even though from a productivity standpoint, he probably had a chance to get there. Um, the, the good news is is that Sammy Watkins, his contract is probably going to fall off after this year. It's just not a tenable $21 million right. cap hit, things like that. Everything's look, sort of looking bad for him. But that's going to help the Tyreek Hill situation because what that means is you can get this done right now. Let's say it's $17 million a year. Let's say it's a deal structure just like Sammy Watkins where it's three, almost you know, two and a half fully guaranteed in that $17 million per year range. You're lining yourself up to sort of, Take a small hit this year on it. Maybe maybe add a bigger hit next year when Sammy's going to fall off and you can save yourself $13 million. So they can structure this sort of with Sammy exiting and Tyreek staying for three more years. And I don't think you have to go much higher than that contract walk inside. That's interesting. That's basically what I told our guys on the afternoon show yesterday. That's kind of what I was 
figuring it would be is somewhere around that $17, $18 million mark. I'm most curious about this, and I think this is where you can really help me specifically and certainly our listeners. Is there a way that the team can work in language to a deal like this that would protect them if something were to come up in the future? Because obviously with Tyreek Hill, given his past and certainly given this offseason, there is a bigger threat, there is a bigger possibility with him of a long-term suspension moving forward than there would be with some other guys. Is there a way that they can work in language to protect themselves from something like that? Yeah, there's no question that's going to happen. They're going to have all the leverage in the world to be able to do that, in my opinion. Uh, Number one is, and this is something they generally don't do, is you you provide most of the guaranteed money as a signing bonus, right? You get that up front, which sounds great for Tyreek Hill because he gets cash in hand, but it's actually the most protected money the league offers via the CBA. So if if they pound him with $25, $30 million signing bonus and something does happen, the Chiefs absolutely have the ability to go back and say, we're, we're taking this back, and, and the league will, will be on their side with that. So that's step one. And then step two is something they do a lot of, the Chiefs, which is per-game roster bonuses. Now, that's not guaranteed money, so it's not going to look sexy in the upfront details of the contract, but it's cash available if he's healthy, if he's productive, and, and if he's obviously on the roster. Um, but those are, I mean, in, in terms of like Travis Kelty right now on this team, that's a million dollars a year. If he plays 16 games, he gets a million dollars. If not, that's money saved, cash for cap. So those two elements are going to be very, very vital in Tyreek Hill's deal, in my opinion, especially with that big sign bonus. The other thing that I wanted to get from you on this specifically is that the big offseason storyline for the Chiefs was, okay, they can re-sign Tyreek Hill, they can re-sign Chris Jones, and they move into next offseason – and that was in about January. And then all of a sudden they trade for Frank Clark and give him $100 million. They go out in free agency and they pay one of the highest paid safeties in the league now in Tyron Matthew. And now it sounds like they want to re-sign Tyreek Hill still. So if they were to re-sign Tyreek, as we're talking to Michael Janetti, the founder of SpotRack, he's the best when it comes to these contracts. If they were to sign Tyreek Hill... Do you think the Chiefs would also still have enough money to sign Chris Jones while keeping in mind that Patrick Mahomes is going to get big money next offseason as well? I think that they have made significant offers to Chris Jones that haven't blown anybody away. My, my guess is that the franchise tag in 2020 has always been on the table for Chris Jones. It just sort of makes sense for both sides. The, the way I see it with Jones is, is if he signs right now, even if he loves the deal, even if it looks great, it's probably not going to be the maximized deal, right? I mean, he, he kind of came out of nowhere last year with double the production. I mean, he moved around on that line a lot. He really became a, a heck of a player to, to the likes of a Fletcher Cox in Philadelphia, which is sort of where his 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 bar right now is with a contract, which is $17 million a year, 63 guaranteed. So, you're, I mean, you're talking about a carbon copy of the Frank Clark deal, essentially, for Chris Jones right now. But if he plays out 19 and he has a similar year to what he had last year, and even if they slap that $16 million tag on him after the offseason, it's going to be perfectly okay for him to go and play that out and then go after DeMarcus Lawrence, Aaron Donald money, which is significantly more, especially in the guarantee department. So I'm not even sure Chris Jones is, is too antsy to get this thing done right now because he knows anything done right now is probably going to be a little bit of a deal. So that's interesting. You you think right now he's looking at Fletcher Cox money? Like, it, it, let's say the Chiefs were to get this done. You think ultimately the contract would be Fletcher Cox type of money? My guess is that's where the Chiefs are. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's eyeing $20 million a year. That's where, you know, all these major linemen are going these days. But I have to imagine that the Chiefs are coming in right with that Fletcher Cox deal, which, was, which is three years old now. So, you know, it makes no sense from Chris Jones' standpoint to just accept that because, you know, the cap has sure. risen drastically since. 
But yeah, I think that $60 million guaranteed at, at 17 a year is probably where the Chiefs are living right now. We're talking with Michael Gennetti. He is on Twitter at SpotRack, S-P-O-T-R-A-C. He's the founder of SpotRack. He's the best when it comes to contracts. Michael, one of the big questions for the Chiefs this offseason has been what they're going to do at the cornerback position. I'm curious, you look over all these teams' contracts. You're not a guy that's just looking at the Chiefs. You're looking everywhere. Is there a cornerback situation that you've seen elsewhere that a guy could ultimately get cut towards the end of training camp that maybe is better than what he's given credit for, but you know, just with the money or whatever the reason may be that a team could be looking to cut somebody that could be a good corner that hits the market in August or late July? Yeah, I don't think anybody too eye-popping. I mean, from a personal standpoint, and like you said, I kind of live and breathe these things every day. I'm I'm really surprised there wasn't more discussion about Josh Norman being on the bubble in Washington for exactly what you just said. Yes, he's a nice player, but man, he is. I'm not sure the pudding is there for for the amount of money he's gotten and still has to get in on that Redskins contract. So uh, that's a player I'm surprised has not been more on the bubble just because of how much he costs on that current deal. I do think one of the names to watch, and you probably heard it a bunch, is Artie Burns out of Pittsburgh. Um, that it seems to be that he wants out. He wants more. But Michael, he, he stinks. He's not good at football. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> He's not very good. That's the problem. We want good cornerbacks here in Kansas City. Well, it's gonna be, if you're if you're using the waiver wire in August to try to you know, <laughs> find a starting cornerback, you're probably already behind the eight ball, right? <laughs> you make a fair point. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see some names. Maybe a Ross Cockrell who's got some experience. Maybe a Justin Bethel. Who might just fall out of favor in Baltimore because they did so much work on that on that secondary this offseason. That's a kid who had a couple of good years in Arizona. He, he could certainly be a depth player for somebody. Uh, I just don't see an impact impact player coming off in, in August. Here. Last question for you, Michael. It is the big behemoth of a contract that's going to be on the market next offseason. That, of course, is Patrick Mahomes. You look over this stuff. You love this stuff. What do you ultimately think Patrick Mahomes comes in at? Yeah, this is so exciting. First of all, I'm not sure it's going to happen next year. I, I, really? I love, that the, I, I love that the Rams sort of have this whole situation happening right in front of the Chiefs. Right? They're sort of the carbon copy of, of what's about to happen in Kansas City with everything else is in place except for the quarterback. I mean, obviously, Jared Goff is pale in comparison productivity-wise to Patrick Mahomes, so there's a, there's a step up there. But if, if the Rams don't pay Jared Goff and they make him play off the fifth-year option, I just wonder if the Chiefs feel like they have the ability to pump the brakes on Mahomes this year, especially with all these other contracts in play. But just in terms of numbers, which are fun, obviously, I don't think we get to $40 million a year. Not yet. I don't think we're there yet. Maybe if you wait you know, another year, another offseason, that number gets, comes into play. But I, look, at he can pretty much you know, ask what he wants. I mean, if he wants to go 125 guaranteed, that's going to be – I mean, we're almost there in terms of quarterbacks getting full guarantees – you know, at 115, 120. So if you're, if we're talking about, you know, three years fully guaranteed at 115 million, which is that's where we're looking. We're talking about 35, 36 million a year for those first three seasons. I'd prefer to see it this way, and and this is just my personal vendetta with how how these contracts have been structured. Kirk Cousins got a three-year deal fully guaranteed. Almost all of these multi-year deals for quarterbacks have three years guaranteed. None of them have a fourth year. None of them. No one has. None of these teams have had to go four years with a full guarantee up front. That's what Patrick Mahomes should be shooting for. He should be. He should be shooting to change the structure of the guaranteed money at the quarterback position, even if it's not thirty-five million a year. Even if it's right with Carson Wentz's numbers, 
Get yourself a stronger structured deal. Lock in four years guaranteed. Set that precedent. Become that pioneer. And then you'll be helping everybody out from there going forward. He is Michael Gennetti. You should read his work. You should use his website. It is a fantastic resource. It is spotrack.com, S-P-O-T-R-A-C, and that is also where you can find him on Twitter as well. Michael, we always appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks so much for hopping on with us this morning. We'll talk again soon, okay? My pleasure. That is Michael Gennetti joining us here on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. All right, so a few notes from that interview. He says he wouldn't be surprised to see Chris Jones work on the franchise tag next year. That's interesting to me. It's a little bit of a surprise, but he's the man with the numbers. He says he doesn't think that Tyreek Hill's contract is going to be all that different than it would have been at the beginning of the offseason. It'll be just structured differently. And he said about $17, $18 million a year is probably where he sees that coming in. And for Patrick Mahomes, he says he thinks $40 million might not be on the table, but getting that fourth year guaranteed is what he would be looking at. We'll get into some of that as we go with Pete Sweeney coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride going to join me here in just about 15 minutes or so for about 30 minutes. But coming up next, I'm curious what the Chiefs would have done if they knew on draft night what they know now about Tyreek Hill. Would they have still taken me, Cole Hardman? I'm not so sure. We'll get into that next. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. The leadoff with Brandon Kylie, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.